What's going on, everybody? This is episode 11 of the Caption the World podcast with myself, David Carmichael II, my boy Sco. Yo, yo, what's good? That's right, man. Um, we in the new crib, man. You yeah, know, new, what's new, new spaces. Moved in last week, you know. A lot of rooms, a lot of space. A lot of, right. <laughs> it's a lot going on. It's a lot on going right on. Now. on it's it's yeah. over the time, but it's, it's a blessing, you know. Blessings coming back and back to back to back to back. I don't know, but yeah, I'm just excited about everything. Like, I just had a general, overall good week and good weekend, and I'm just trying to see what's what's next. Like, what's next for the year? What's next to come? Right. That's what's up, man. And, um, you know, this is our first recorded episode. Yes, sir. So y'all get to see the faces behind the podcast, and um, you know, so yeah, man. I mean, yeah, this is a nice crib, man. Appreciate you, bro. And if I didn't know at first, um, our, our last episodes, all of, all of our episodes were, were recorded in my home. And, um, you know, if y'all don't know, me and, me and Damien were roommates at one point. And he, you know, moved out and got his own spot, man. So we were roommates. We were family. Don't let, don't let him lie <laughs> yeah, to you. Okay, we yeah, okay. Yeah, family. family yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he know what it is. So, um, you know, he got his spot, man. Um, just appreciate you had me come out and my first time actually seeing the place too so hey man if it weren't for you i wouldn't have had this right now so i appreciate you brother no doubt no doubt brother so um yeah bro it's um columbus day aka indigenous people's day happy indigenous people's day to everybody out there yes sir uh i had to work today i didn't didn't get off today oh yeah unfortunately that's sad yeah the army (laughs) base we took off today or, yeah, man. So, I mean, I've been hearing about the Indigenous People's Day as far as people trying to change the name. And I've actually seen it, I think on my iPhone calendar, it does say Indigenous People's Day. It still has Columbus Day up there, but it has Indigenous Indigenous People's Day up there, too. Yeah, man, it's a slow change, but we're trying to make progress to uh, have it removed. I mean, it's been years on years of everybody knowing that it's a lie. But we still just go along with it. But we're making strides in different areas. And one day is going to be straight Indigenous People Day. The yeah. only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Like <laughs> That's a fact. So, yeah. It's just crazy. I just wonder why like something like that has been taught in school for years. Like, And I wonder how did they come up with what's being taught like. I mean, I always wonder, but at the end of the day, you already know what it is. Like, whoever rules the land makes the rules. So, being that it's a certain type of uh, people, they run the land, the laws, the everything, basically. So, if they want to write history the way they want to write it, it's going to be written that way, even though we know a different truth. Right. So, yeah, man, I mean... There's a lot of things going on in the world, and that's another thing that we're trying to get, you know, justice for. You know, the Native Americans, you know, they've gotten a lot of things, I guess, over the years as far as, um, you know, getting, I guess, They got, like, land and reservations and stuff like that, the casinos and all of that. But the railroads being, what happened to them, basically? They, They were, the land was taken from them, and they just kept pushing them more out westward. Right. To the unfertile land. Mm hmm yeah that's sick yeah i mean it just said that overall history that all that has happened to them and black people just people of color over the years but you know maybe just trying to get justice however we can no matter if you black brown whatever you know so but um 
like I said, happy happy Indigenous Peoples Day, the original people of this country, man. So, um, so yeah, man. You know, it's Monday. Just got back from Howard Homecoming. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. A lot of fun. A lot of a lot of fun. A lot of people, beautiful black people. You know, I didn't see all the crazy stuff that was happening around there. Like, where what what you hear about? I mean, I saw that somebody had got shot or some people got shot earlier that morning Mm -hmm. while while we were on the way there and when we got there it looked like a fight had just broken out like if you you saw the the area it just looked like a fight had went down or something like that but other than that it was a cool time for wherever we were at so yes sir the only hurtful thing that hurt my soul and I could never forgive myself for is I miss Kanye's Sunday yeah, service. Yeah, that was crazy. I miss was... Kanye's Sunday service. Like, I was literally, like, 15 minutes away, and I miss Kanye. Like, oh, it hurt my soul, man. That's and one thing I didn't expect to, to happen. Me neither. Well, I guess that's how, that's what, that's how he likes it. Yeah, He doesn't exactly. want to expect anything. But um, other than that, it was a smooth weekend. I was out with the fella. Everything was chill. Uh, the Duce Palooza was, it was, was a, it was dope. Yeah, it was pretty lit. And um, shout out to Chris Styles. He's one of the um, the hosts of that party. Um, yeah. So if y'all follow Chris Styles on Instagram, man, I forgot how to spell it, but I'll show you. I'll tell y'all later. But yeah, I I ended up giving him some merch from um, the Capture the World brand. I had sent him a DM, and um, he reached back out. It was like this brings to the party. Brought it to him, man. So hopefully, you know, he'll wear it, show it out. And um, and we seen the baby perform at the yard fest, so that was on Friday. Yeah, we saw the baby um <laughs> song come out of his car or whatever, whatever. It was cool and all, but yeah. Yeah. The he, baby. It was cool. It was cool. It was a, lit he's a decent performer. Um Yeah. You know, I guess I think he was trying to make it more of a show. So he was trying to do a lot as far as he was trying to go into the crowd and we can barely see him if he was like on the main part, like watching him. We couldn't see him because he was like going down towards the crowd, trying to like interact with them. But the majority of people couldn't see him. And then I think somebody was something like, let's get back on stage and perform, you know. But, you know, he's a newer artist and he's just trying to, you know, be a, one of those great performers as well. But overall, I man, like I said, the baby did his thing. Kanye came out. Um, did his thing. Uh, we did the tailgate. And, um, so yeah, man, and he actually had a listening party. We were trying to get tickets too, but that was sold out ASAP. ASAP Rocky <laughs> had the uh, the listening party. Not only did he have a listening party, but he did another short film for the album Jesus is King. He had uh, did a short film before for his album by Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. One of my favorite video visuals, maybe because I'm a Kanye fan, but still at right. the same time, it was good. So I can only imagine. How this joint look, but I guess I gotta wait like everybody else. So, yeah, it's so like the album done. Like, what's I, going on? A, you having listening party? That means it's finished, right? Is is he having people listening to it and getting their reactions and he tweaking it? So, right. Whenever it, it drops, it drops. I'm not listening to no anticipated release dates or release dates that he says. I know that when it drops, it's gonna drop and it's gonna be here, and I'm gonna enjoy it. Facts, man. So, um. Yeah, that's just, you know, touch on the Kanye subject, man. Um, you know, by him coming to Howard, which is an HBCU, you know, a lot of people, you know, are saying they have Kanye canceled. And they're saying, you know, how can you support Trump and then come to Howard on their homecoming 
And I guess, I don't really know what they were trying to say. I guess they were saying he can't come to a black university because he supports a president that's considered racist. He's a Republican. And even some people went so far to say he's using the gospel and religion to sway the black community to get on his side or whatever. But I'm going to let you talk on first. All right. Well, um, first and foremost, I believe, well, I know for a fact that, you know, Kanye doesn't support Trump as a president. He supports Trump as an individual. He supports mm-hmm. Trump as in you got this guy and you tell him, hey, you're not going to be this. You're not going to be this president. Right. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And he does it anyway. It's his perseverance in which Kanye is influenced by. It's not his presidential standing and how he treats the country. Right. He's just doing He's just uh, supporting him on the simple fact that it's this guy that said we won't going to be here. He won't going to do this. He did it anyway. Right. And that's right. uh that's been Kanye's background since the beginning like People was telling him, "Hey, you're not you're not good enough to be a producer, or you're not good enough to be a rapper. You need to just straight stick to producing." Mm-hmm. But Kanye stuck to it and did it anyway. So it's all even about with the fashion too. Even with the fashion, so it's just like everybody rocking Yeezys now, and everything you know? else that he made. Right. So it's just about Trump's way of perseverance, in which inspires Kanye. It's not everything else that everybody else makes it about. And on top of that, him not being able to come to a black college, it just doesn't make sense. Because anyway, black people in general, we're just so forgiving anyway. So shoot, why can't we forgive Kanye? We're forgiving right. everybody else. Right. We're forgiving uh, the Charleston shooter. We're forgiving the uh, shooter that just killed the other guy. Right, we right. had the, the brother the and the judge mm-hmm. hug him. So we can we forgive them, but can't forgive Kanye. Then it's something wrong with our people. I swear, I promise. Right. I promise. And on top of that, him making a gospel album. I mean, he don't need to sway black people. So he doesn't. He he really doesn't need to. Right. It's no. It's no need for. So I just see it as one of his creative visions that he's trying to push out. So, and he's trying to uh, step away from making secular music. Mm -hmm. So he says. So this is his 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 way out for right now. Right. That's true. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like when it comes to the Republican Party anyway, if you're black, you look at it as a sellout if you, I guess, support the Republicans. But to me, I've always wondered, like, me, about me growing up and just seeing things around me, like, it seems like black people only support Democrats. And if you don't, then you're a sellout or... Like, why do we think that the Democrats are the savior of black people? You know what I'm saying? Where it's just government in general, you know, creates the society that we live in. I don't know. I just feel like I feel me as a person can only do what I can do to help my community. I'm going to still vote. Um, I'm going to still vote in local elections. I'm going to still pay attention. But I don't know. I just can't. I can't be mad at one of my brothers or sisters that if they vote Republican, I'm not going to judge them. It's just... Right, like I don't get it. We have enough separation as it is as a people. So just to put place a political separation amongst us is just wild within itself. Like if we all take the necessary time to vote uh, locally and state and um, presidential, then we'll be all right. Like we have to take care of our own because how I how I view it is, no matter Democratic president or Republican president. 
it's still going to be some somebody over top of the president making right. the actual decisions. The exactly. president is just the scapegoat in which everything that makes it those decisions that you can't see that are from the top people. Right. So the president is just a scapegoat. Like everything that runs the country for real, for real is money in the banks. And they decide uh, what goes on and how everything is ran, basically. Right. Like the president is just a facade, the face. Mm-hmm. That's not like anything. That's know? how I feel. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I just don't. Your political, political views can really make somebody be your enemy for no reason. Instead of yeah, reason. Right. Instead of just bashing somebody from, they, from thinking differently than you, just try to hear them out on their views. And I don't know, man, let's see what you can do as an individual. Like, just don't sit back and then complain about everybody else doing something. How about you just try to do something within your range or boundaries? Right. If everybody can do that, the world would be a better place than me. Because everybody can't be, can't be president. Everybody can't be in Congress. But I feel like everybody has a gift to change the world. So if you just believe in what you can do to help, then... I don't know if like everything else will get better as it is, but I feel like a lot of us complain about stuff but aren't really doing anything yeah, within our own community. Right, like we're just waiting for somebody to save us and help us and give us a handout instead of taking matters into our own hands and actually forming true unity to better ourselves, like a true form of unity because with every single situation, it's like it's always one side versus the other of, of what we should do. And I just feel like with a different group of people, they normally just stick to one plan and they shoot for that plan. Right. And I, we just, we've just been un, unable to do that for some reason for so long. And I don't understand. Like, we were able to boycott the buses and other things as well yeah, like in the past. Really so why right can't now. we do that now? Well, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, a lot of us are fighting. For, you know, for rights, but you know, it's overall we just need to you know hear, hear each other out and just try to you know do the best and be the best people we can be. So, um, but yeah, that's another we can talk about that all day. Um, let's talk about some sports, man, which I don't really want to talk about. But yeah, because your boys got done greasy. My boys got done dirty by them on zero and five Jets before they <laughs> beat us. So the mother effing Jets, the freaking zero and five Jets, man. You know, if y'all don't know by now, I'm a Cowboys fan. It's hard to be a Cowboys fan. Very hard. Um, What's going on? I don't know, man. See, a lot of people want to blame Dak. Um, Dak has not been playing as good as he's been playing the first three games, but he has been playing bad to me overall. Like, even though, even in those losses, I don't know. I feel like Dak, as a quarterback, he does a lot to um, to try to um, you know win for his team. Um, he puts his heart on the line, job on the line, everything like that. So, um, like, if you see him playing, he actually, like, he takes a lot of hits. He actually stays in the pocket, and, you know, he doesn't get scared. Like, he'll take hits before he throws the ball. Like, if, if you really watch the Cowboys games, right? like, he, he'll, he'll run for a first down, he'll run for a touchdown, doing flips and getting, getting hit in the pocket. Like, he's a true warrior, man. But, I mean, if you – if you're not really a football fan, if you're just watching it casually, you're not going to really understand the game. You know what I'm saying? But people saying like that is trash. Yeah, or he yeah, shouldn't. I, yeah, right. Of course, he ain't no Aaron Rodgers. He ain't no Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't no Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like we can win with him. It's just 
it might be just the culture around the team that sometimes set him up for failure. The play calling at times. Um, Zeke's not really playing as good as he not should as be playing. Should be playing, yeah, for all that Monday you know, game, right? Right, and um, defense played good the first three games. They falling off. It's just so much talent on that team for us to. It's too much talent on that team for us to be losing like that. And I don't know. You got to look within the coaching staff, man. It's like, of course, the players, the coach can only do so much. And the coach, he's not on the field. But at the same time, it's just something culturally is not there right. to get them to want to fight to the end. Because we always have, like, slow starts. And we always playing from behind. It's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like Jason Garrett needs to go, like, not a bad guy. He's a nice guy from what I can see on TV, but he might be too nice of a guy. You playing a, a violent sport like football, you need to put some fire in their ass. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the dude is clapping, and then, you know, like the only game I see him real mad was that Packers game where he uh, got a flag through against him. But it's like I never seen him really, like, turn up on the sideline. Like that. And he just don't bring that culture to the team. Like, everybody that plays us now is like, if, like anybody can beat us now. Mm-hmm. By the Jets beating us, no yeah, team y'all, like, y'all, are scared to play us. Yeah, y'all vulnerable now. I see. Yeah, very yeah. vulnerable. Like it's like oh Cowboys, because even you know when I played high school basketball, like you know you have those good teams. Like when I was, I went to Heritage, so like when I played basketball, like the good teams were like Woodside and Bethel and Kickatan. So like as a player, you're not gonna really out loud say, "Damn, we gotta play this team," but internally. You might have a little bit of fear of like a better team. Better team. That's gonna be a tough game. Yes, sir. But ain't nobody gonna say nobody gonna say that now. Cowboys, man, we should be good. Might have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's not good when you're trying to be trying to make a Super Bowl, try to win another ring. So there gotta be something closely wrong with that. The culture around that around that uh, that organization is not there. Who y'all play next? We play the Eagles to play y'all next. Oh yes, sir. Sunday night. We gotta uh, bet on that game too. Yeah, we should. Oh, uh, we have who, one already. We do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you finessed me on the Redskins. I did not finesse. Why would I bet on a team that's not my team? <laughs> Man, I swear you so was I'm, like. I'm betting on my team. When we was at the tailgate, you was like, are you trying to bet on this game? Heck no, you was sir. Like, I knew better because we banged up. We banged the Redskins up before y'all played them. So why would I bet on that knowing that we punished them? And we, we gave them multiple injuries. I mean, it, it don't make sense. I'm telling you, it didn't happen. Man, I don't but remember that. on this Sunday that's coming up, what, Sunday? We play Sunday? This Sunday, 820, primetime, NBC. We got a bet. Uh, we at home, which I don't think it matters for us. I don't think we never had a home field advantage ever. I just feel like we just play to play. Play to play. Like, <laughs> it's, I don't think Cowboys State, um, Cowboys Stadium is nowhere people are come, coming scared to play. Like, if you go to Lambeau Field, that's like a legendary place to play. Like, it could be cold, snowy. It's like, damn, we got to go to Lambeau and win this game. Mm-hmm. People don't think of our stadium like that. People going to think, like, this is a nice-ass stadium. They, you know, they're just coming to enjoy enjoy the trip, really. <laughs> it's more of a, uh, like, a nice hotel or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. Jerry Jones just does stuff for shows. Like, anyway, but no, nah, we, we got, how much you trying to bet on the game? 10? We can do 10, bro. All right. I'm a bro boy right now. <laughs> Yeah, but nah, we can do that, man. But overall, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of teams better than us. You got the 49ers, surprisingly. They're 5-0. Ooh. Patriots, 6-0. Uh, 
Um, Chiefs on a, on a two-game losing streak, but it's still a pretty good team. Um, Packers better than us. Yeah, it's a lot of better teams than us right now. Um, but, you know, we're still tied in the division. So this next game is going to be a real important game for both of us. Yes, sir. It might be one of the games that will come upon us later on. It will be. It might be the deciding factor of who wins the division later, even though we play each other twice. But, you know. We're going to be in there regardless. But however, however we got to get in there, we're going to get in there just like last year. I think we swing. I don't think both of us can make the playoffs, though. It's going to have to be one or the other. Like Whoever, whoever wins that division wins that is going to the playoffs, but I don't think the other team will have enough wins to get a wild card spot. We're going to see, though. We're going to see. Both of my Cowboys can get it together. Um, On top of that, uh, somebody else got their first win as well, the uh, the skin. Oh, yeah, them goddamn dead skins. Dead skins, see? They're very happy, man. Yeah, they played a really good team. And then one <laughs> a really good team. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> barely won that job, but yeah, barely. I don't know. It seems like you know when it comes to to the Cowboys, um, it doesn't matter how your team is doing. You, you know, as long as we lose, like your team can be zero and five, but my argument of your team not being good doesn't work because I'm a Cowboys fan. It's like. That logic doesn't make sense to me. Like, oh, I don't know. It's the Cowboys. Y'all still, y'all lost. It's yeah, like, your team's lost. only five. How, my argument should have shut your argument down. Y'all, like, people are still up to talk. Like, that y'all won't play good teams. Y'all, y'all won't play good teams. That's, that's the excuse. And I, I, I believe in it. I mean, y'all football is football. Like, that's how we lost to the Jets. You can lose on any given Sunday. Like, they're all professionals. Fact. And even though they won't, they weren't good teams, they weren't good teams. You got to look at it as they all made it to the league for a reason. So it's not like you're playing a JV team. Like they're all professional football players that got drafted for a reason, doing that roster for a reason. So it's like, I don't know. People like to use that argument, but they don't mention the Patriots that haven't really played nobody either. But it's just because it's, a, it's the Cowboys. It's like whatever argument you say against the Cowboys is supposed to be like a good argument, which a lot of them don't make sense at all. But Hey, like I said, we're going to see, man. Um, let's see. What else about sports? NBA season supposed to start soon. Um, matter of fact, when does the season start? Let me look that up right quick. I believe, I know the first game is the Lakers versus the Clippers. Wow, that's a big game. Yeah. Um, that's a, I can't wait to play them so we can just trash them and, and <laughs> let Kawhi know, hey, you made a, you made a mistake. You made a big mistake. Hey, man, the Clippers are nice, bro. Yeah, they but... They're not going to have Paul for the first two months, though. Yes, sir. And, um... But it's going to be the battle of L.A. all season. All season. Because, you know, they still got, um... The Clippers have, uh... They still got Pastor Belly. They still got Lou Will. They got your boy, um... What's the other boy name? He he, the center that played for them, but you know they're gonna be real talented, man. So it's gonna be very interesting to see how the NBA season plays out. Um, you know the Warriors, you know they're not the same team, but they got D'Lo there, so they might be hanging around a lot of other good teams in the West. You got um the Rockets with uh, Harden and Westbrook. You know they might be a force to be working working with too. So 
As for my um, I'm about to say Warriors. As for my Wizards, though, I don't know. We might get the eighth, seventh seed. We gonna see, but but yeah. So the NBA season should be starting. I, I believe it's on. I want to say October the twenty second. I might be wrong, but it's gonna be the week after this week. So we gonna see who gets that title. Um, like I said, I'm more of a. I can't say I'm more of a basketball fan or a football fan. I just like sports in general, and football and basketball is like the the, um, the sports I watch the most. So, like I said, a lot of excitement going on in sports right now. Let's move on to another topic, though. I know everybody's been talking about six nine Takashi six nine. I heard he got like a ten million dollar record deal for two albums. He has a he has a deal. That's what I heard. That's that's what they've been saying. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like. Um... We're we're out of the, uh, I guess we're out of the stop snitching generation, right? Where you know, I mean, and can we really call it snitching at the same time? Can we actually call it snitching? Like if it was happening to you, and like these people are against you, and have no good intentions towards you, so why would you protect them? So is it really snitching, or is it really just? Doing what you gotta do. I think the thing with the whole no snitching policy is if you involve yourself in something like that or just I guess crime in general, and if you know what you're about to get yourself into, if you analyze everything before you even get into it, like you just get into a situation, you're analyzing everything. Like we know they're a gang, you know they do illegal stuff, you know all that. But you're trying to get your music career to get up there real fast. So you know by you joining them, by you recording music videos with these people with guns and just trying to build your street cred up. We knew we knew all that before. So by you getting to that, those things happen, they might turn their back on you. Um it's kind of a weird situation. It's like you might get busted for drugs or just any type of crime. It's like you knew that those are the risks of you doing that. Right. But at the same time, for me, all I can say is I won't let myself get in that situation anyway. Yeah. I mean, he was just trying to boost himself up. And, like, they met back in 2017 mm-hmm. at an album shoot. Or, you know, they were shooting an album. Not right. an album, but they were shooting a Music video. Yeah. And he met him back then. So, so there was he was basically paying them to jumpstart him. Yeah. And he was... Paying them to like, I guess, build up their the game basically for right. real, for real. So it's and, just so yeah. did the kidnapping was that actually a real kidnapping or was it for like publicity for real, for real? Like I don't know, bro. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. You never know for you real. Never for know real. For like real, for anything real. with media, it's just a big blur. Like it could be one thing, but. The complete opposite, and you never know. Right. And then, if you go against the general population's belief, then you'll be like a conspiracy theorist or something right. like that. Right. Just for having a different opinion. So, that's just how crazy the world is right now. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me that everything that we've been told in life is true. It's the truth. It's conspiracies are real. Not Maybe not every single one that's thrown out there, but everything... That we've been told is not true. Yeah, just because it hasn't been fully proven yet doesn't mean that it's outlandish and can't be possible. Right. I feel like. So. Yeah. 
But overall, man, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen when he gets released? Like, it's going to be... I think he'll, he's still going to be on the billboard He might go back and, to regular. He might He might be back regular. I don't know, because it's just such a, a weird situation that you just truly don't know the outcome until it comes into fruition. Right. So... We'll see. We'll, we'll see when we get there. We're gonna have to see. And it's, yeah, we're gonna have to see. And it's crazy that we all gonna be looking to see. Yeah, that's right. gonna make it even better for him. Yeah, more publicity. Right. Yeah. So I'm definitely wanna know what the hell will happen now. And <laughs> we all gonna have eyes on him. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. But so yeah, uh something I wanted to talk about. Did you hear about that shooting with the uh the, with young the lady? Woman? Yeah, in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, well, she was playing video games with her nephew yeah right? and then uh, i guess the neighbor had saw that the door was open so she called the 911 to check it out or whatever so the, the officer came and he, he basically just shot her through a window because we was talking about that at work today and the only thing i've i've heard was oh the only story i've seen was she was playing video games with her nephew and then the neighbor said something was suspicious or something was wrong. I don't know. And he called the police, and the only thing I knew was it just shot through the window and killed her. It's crazy. And uh, her name, Antiana Jefferson, so I send out my condolences for her and her family. Most definitely. Because it's such a really sad, uh, traumatizing situation for the nephew, definitely, and for the family. Right. And it just uh, widens the trust. It thins out the trust that we actually do have for law enforcement and it's people wonder why we do the black lives matter and they try to counter protest it with the blue lives matter but there's black lives and blue lives so it's just like you're trying to just throw something out at us instead of trying to help the actual situation that we have our feelings and thoughts poured into so it's just it's just wow so i'm just it's like these occasions are just happening more and more and more. So it's like, is it? I I be thinking like, is it is it a deeper agenda in which someone is trying to have our people react in a way in which it will start mm, start a war, start so. something? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to speak on it and say it and bring it out. But it just seems like we keep having these instances over and over where our people are just getting murdered and. The people that do it, they just get off. I don't get it, bro. Like with the uh, the other girl, like she only got ten years. Like ten years is nothing. Like it's people in jail that done far less worse mm-hmm. and have ten years on them. So for her to have ten years, she'll be able to get out. Oh, and not only does she has ten years, she has uh, the eligibility to have parole in five years. So that's wild. Like she'll be able to live her life again. But that other guy. Doesn't have that opportunity to. Right. And it's like, with Christianity, I'm assuming, like, it's just deeply rooted in forgiveness. But me personally, I could never see myself forgiving anybody that just murders my family for no no good reason at all. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to forgive somebody for that. And um, just every story seems so weird of, like, Everything that, that happens in those situations just is always a weird story. Like this story is like, why did she shoot through the window? And so if the person called the police for, I guess, to 
Just to check. Just to check. Just Why to check. you see through the window? Right. And the what makes the story so crazy is they they put in she had a gun in the home. Okay, it's it's her home. Of course she she had it's a chance that she'll have a gun in her home. Right. It's not like she had the gun in hand or he right. saw the gun. They just said they just throwing in there. Oh yeah, she had a gun in there. Like they always gotta throw something crazy. Right. They always gotta throw something something in there. And I don't get why they get so scary over. I don't know. It's like if we have a gun, we're more threatening than you. That well, you have a gun too, but it's like they're more they're being taught more to be threatened more than 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 we are. I mean, than they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, it just all goes back to the beginning, like <laughs> all the way back. When they were making, uh, they had a push to uh, criminalize marijuana, and they put out like a short video of like black people and Mexicans getting high and going out and raping white women. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just being pushed throughout the media, movies, and TV since we've been here. So it's only natural for people to react to how they act, right? For real, and it don't make sense to me, but that's just how it is. Man, I don't, I don't know what to say about that, bro. It's just so, and it's always a story every year. It's like a main story, or or main or main couple of stories that happen every year, and it's like the same thing happening every time. Like either they, if they do get time, it's not a lot of time in comparison to an, uh, another another citizen, or they just don't get no time at all, and it just keeps happening over and over. And every situation gets more crazy than the next one. You know what I'm saying, like. You know, other stories, they might say, oh, they were trying to resist, and that's why they killed him. Like, this one is like, she was just chilling. And she still got, it. like, it's nothing you can do. It makes it seem like it's nothing you can do. Like, you can do everything right, still get shot. Still get shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like. And it's always a reason of why, or, you know, it's always a reason why. Right. Why they did it. It's all. It's always a justification behind it. Regardless of the situation that I see. But yeah, sad situation, man. Oh, man. Kanye West plays a new album in D.C. and declares he's a Christian convert. I mean, mm. man. Uh, That's just a moment that hurt. Could not believe we missed that. Yo. Yeah. Also, uh, in regards to music, while they got a new album, you heard it? I haven't heard. Well, actually, um, Chick was playing it in the car when we was going to DC. Okay. Heard a couple of songs. Sound pretty good. I need to go actually need to go listen to it. Mm-hmm. I need to go listen to it. Um have you heard it? I haven't heard it yet. Do I plan on listening to it? Nah. Ah, you're not really a Wale um, fan like that? I used to be, like in his earlier works, I felt like he was like a he was up and coming and then at a certain point he just hit he hit like a peak in which he could have break. And once he peaked, he just dropped and other artists started coming in and just taking over the game from him. So it's just like, uh, within myself, he's like, he's an okay artist, but he was a letdown for real, for real. So, so I wonder if, um, it's kind of like, like comparison to the NBA, as far as you had like LeBron and Wade, Carmelo, right? Let me see if this comparison is gonna work. <laughs> but it's like, you know, Way LeBron is Drake. All right, follow me. Way is 
I'm trying to think of people that came up around the same time. Like, Drake's been out since, I guess, mainstream since 09. Kendrick been around probably a little bit after him as far as getting mainstream. Like 2010, 2011. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Cold. Same. That same. Same general same time. Same general time, yeah. right? Uh-huh. While they was in that same. Wale right. was kind of before them, for real, for real. You might be right, because the first song I heard about Wale was Nike Boots, my opinion. That was, right. that was, I might have still been in high school, for real. But that 08, 09. But I'm trying to use that example as all of them kind of coming up together, kind of right. the same way. Yeah, uh-huh. And um, it's like certain players win rings, and you might have been a good player in your career, but you never won a ring. Type thing like Drake, Kendrick, Cole, all kind of got to that certain level of mainstream success and just overall success. And while never reached that point, right? Might have been a good artist, mm-hmm. had some good albums, right? Had a couple of hits on the radio, but probably never. I don't think he ever had a top 10 hit. I don't, has he? I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, just he never reached that, that greatness of. To his other peers. Yeah, and that's just my only beef with Wale. Like, but why though? Why do you think? Why do I think that's the case? Uh, for him, yeah. For him peaking. Um, it's just his music. I guess he's just not putting. He's just not putting in the actual. He's not putting in the actual time for what it takes to to make something great. Like he's he he'll give it that mid tier push, just so uh it'll be satisfying to his his core fans. And this general audience, but he's not. Um, and another thing is, with a lot of rappers' success, they'll with each and every album is something different. And uh, with a lot of his stuff, it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of repetitive. So, and it's like I was about to say, and like I said, the people that I'm comparing him to that I guess are his peers coming up in the rap game, they're not. Because you might say like somebody. It's hot is because of the beats, mm-hmm. or they don't really have talent. It's just the way it sounds that people, you know. But these people I'm comparing them to, lyrical rappers, they talk about what they're gonna talk about. You know, conscious rap, I and mean, maybe Drake might be the more, um, as far as the artists that talk about different things, as far as the, um. He'll talk, about stuff the, yeah, he'll talk about the money and the success. Money, success and he'll throw that. in some, some conscious bars right. here and there and stuff like that. But it's like you can't restage because of what they talk about. They, they, all, they all talk about the, gen, the same general, general concepts. Yeah. Yeah. And you are on that same level too. So what were you doing? or what, Why is your music not on their level, I guess, as far as maybe the mainstream success? Type thing because they're accepting people accept them for how, what they talk about, right? And like, not to try to judge Wally, like, right. but from what I've seen, like in his interviews and stuff, like he's kind of he's a little arrogant for mm-hmm. real, for real. So it's like he makes it seem like you know he's supposed to be hotter than what he is and stuff like that. I, I think it was like a tweet where he was saying that he was the best rapper at one time or something like that. Which you supposed to have that? You're supposed to be. You supposed to you supposed to say you want to you are the best rapper. You write about that, but it's just like. Is he really putting into the time it takes to be considered the greatest rapper? Like, if you right. make that statement, then you got to put the time in as well. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he's not doing that. And that's why his music suffers. Because, right. um, 
like with Kanye, he was like really great at rapping at one point in time, but you could start to see that his album started to like dwindle down mm-hmm. and you could tell because he was putting the least amount of time into it. You know, uh, I believe my beautiful dog twisted fantasy, he put the most time into Mm-hmm. But after that, that's when he started dabbling into the fashion and the clothes and the other, uh, and then he started a family and stuff like that. So right. that takes away the time that you can actually put into your work, and your work suffers. Yeah, and that's anything like like that's yeah, that's with anything. The comparison to the athlete thing, you know, you're gonna be maybe real good at one point, unless you're unless you're LeBron James, like this nigga is just. Continue to be great. <laughs> and even getting the bad greater, season. Yeah, You're getting, right. getting greater. So. But it's overall, like athletes, they dwindle down eventually. Right. Um, you know. But and then in comparison to other artists too, like even Jay Z, he's still putting out albums that are doing great. Yeah. But he will always have like a number one album. Like he'll always have a platinum album. Anything right. he drops from now till he whenever he stops, is always gonna be platinum. Every right. single album, and this is ours. That's that's gonna always be like that. Even I think Drake is gonna be another one. Yeah, Drake Drake albums are always gonna go platinum. Cole albums will always go platinum. Kendrick album, Ye album. That's all for who I know for right now that right. are gonna go platinum guarantee every single time. Not no gold platinum. Right. <laughs> every time. Every single time. And I think we're witnessing Jay Z as I mean, I've always thought like. When Jay Z was younger, what would happen to his career once he gets older? But like, would he still be considered a cool person to listen to? Yeah. But people still listen to him. Yeah. He might not be like mainstream, mainstream as far as maybe the type of music that's out there now. Yeah. But he's an artist that can still put out an album. Like, in comparison to just singing, like back in the day when there was no hip hop Mm -hmm. and those artists back then. Growing up, like a Michael Jackson, that he will always once he will always put out an album. No matter how old he is, he can still put out an album. Even before he died, he was about to, about to put out an album. He was fifty years old, and that album would have been. I mean, I guess it still came out, or they created an album of unreleased music or whatever. But if he was still alive when that album came out, it still would have done good. Right. And I think Jay Z, as far as rapping, to me, I thought maybe you know because some some artists do dwindle down. They fall off the map completely, and they might have been. They might have had a time, that short amount of time or long part, long part of time. But Jay Z's one of those artists that can just continue to make albums. People still buy them. He won't really fall off the map. And I think it's because of the stuff that he's doing outside of music too, that people always want to check out his music because of what he's doing outside of that. I think it's just a whole bunch of loyal ass Jay Z fans. Like I went to his concert in D.C. And it had everybody. It had the young people. It had the old right. heads. And the old heads was deep. So it's just like he, his fan base is just very, 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 very loyal. Mm-hmm. So it's just Jay-Z can never do no wrong from what it seemed like. Right. He cannot do any wrong. And it's just going to continue to be that way. And that's how I think Drake is, even with him getting killed by Pusha T. Drake cannot do no wrong. Drake cannot. Drake will always be able to get out of a situation. Drake can, Drake can get dissed by Kendrick, not respond, get body by Pusha T, and go go on an interview and cry about it, and still be that nigga. It's crazy. Drake can Drake can do no wrong. 
he just might be untouchable, man. I remember, like you, like it just. I don't see. I don't see how everybody else visualized it, but I just realized that I visualized that interview of him just being like a little girl. Like you get him to jump with whoever he was with, and, and Braun. Some of LeBron in the yeah, shop. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was with Braun discussing everything, talking about some. Uh, uh, there. What What do you mean? There's no rules in rap. Of course, there's rules in rap. No, there's no rules in rap. Right. Like anything goes. Like if you mention the man's fiance, they don't. Be surprised when he mentioned your homeboy. Like it's yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's I feel like a wife, somebody's wife, bro. Even just in general, even if it was subtle, you right. still mention her, right? So whatever you had coming to you, you had coming to you, right? So don't cry, don't get upset, and then get everybody upset about at Pusha T. You can't, you can't think he won't go hard like that on that jump when you mention his wife, bro. Like right, even if somebody was would just talk about your wife in public. You gonna stand up for your wife, you know what I'm right, saying? Don't nobody disrespect your wife like that. Even if, like I said, it was just subtle. It wasn't like a direct diss. He just mentioned her name, but at the same time, it's like it's that's that's the rap game, bro. It's that's no rap rules game. in rap. Let's be reminded of that. Right. It's no rules. But overall, Drake, oh, like I said, he's a great artist. But it's just you know, just that situation didn't agree with that the way he reacted to that. But that's what we was talking about. You know, like I said, Drake is another one of those that would be around for a long time. Yeah, facts. I, I, I would say Kendrick. And I think Kendrick is just on his... Hiatus. Yeah, and some artists are like that. And But um, what, the Joe Budden podcast was talking about that. It's, they were saying, like, Drake can just go on his hiatus for a minute, come back, still do crazy numbers. Because mm-hmm. just, that's just who he is. People are going to be always looking for Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Even Cole, like, even with the no features, like, I'm hoping this next album has some features, but if it don't, you know, it's still going to do well. Um, and I think he said he's doing no more features. I don't know if it's So he's not, he's not being on anybody else's tracks or people are not going to be on his tracks by no features? I took that as his, I took that as... He's not going to be on anybody else's else tracks. Oh, okay. But it could just mean nobody, no... For himself or anybody else's. Who knows, man? J. Cole's one of those those weird people too. Dude. Yeah, I mean Lupe did that. Like Lupe, yeah. he stopped doing features and being on people's stuff. And I think he did that so we can shut the hell up. Yeah. I mean about features. Like he he probably did all those songs to be like, all right, let me hop on the track, the trap music genre for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like, he, he did go a good span of putting out stuff on different people's stuff. So yeah. that, that was did, cool. He did some uh some conscious rap. I know he was on the um a rap city song. Mm, um, okay, right. You heard that that, that gang was a gang star. I so, heard it. Yeah, that was, that was pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, it was. So he did that. He just like some considered conscious rap features. So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to a new Cole. Um, because it's almost the end of 2019. The last album came out in 2018. So, should be something coming out 2020. Even Kendrick should be a 2020. This last Kendrick album was what, 2017? It's almost three years. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, yeah, man, we're going to see. Um, I said another question I did have, I posted this on my IG store over the past weekend. It's probably an um, overall question that everybody might have the same answer to, but it's, it's the only reason I ask it because it seems like the, the generation is changing. 
and the way people think are changing as far as, you know, I was like, who should be considered the head of the household, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of females were saying the man should be considered the head of the household. But the only reason I asked that is because, like I said, viewpoints are changing these days. And it seems like, you know, you have the women's empowerment movement. That's true. And like I said, not trying to bash women at all. I just want to see are people thinking differently. Because me growing up, I was raised to the man should be the head of the household. The man should be the one that take care of the house, take care of the bills, go to work, provide for his wife and his kids. Um, Overall, just be that person that he's out there in the battlefield and his Mm -hmm. family's behind him. He's just taking all the bullets and everything. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I feel like, too. Like, I feel like that's just going to be the general norm in, in which the man will always be the head of the household. Like, I understand the perspective of the women's empowerment, but most strong women, they, they're strong until they find someone that can protect them. And then that's when, you know, they back away, but they're in action when they need to be in action. Right. But as far as everything else, the women would definitely, nine times out of 10, would want the man, the head of the household. There's some women out here that's like, Controlling the man and be belittling the man. Yeah, I've seen. But I've seen examples of that. You've seen that, but <laughs> yeah, that's shouldn't have be. That's 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 not how it should be. Right. So, and it's not it's not the woman fault. Yeah, right. It's not the woman fault. It's the man fault. Yeah, the man got to you know got to step step up. Right. Yeah, got to set the tone. Got to take charge. So. So and like a a lot of women answers were like to say yeah, um, what else like. I think I took some pictures of, I screenshotted some of them, I think. But majority, almost all the women said, yeah. And I think I answered one of the questions. And I was like, well, what is a man's duties in the household? And, you know, is a man expected to pay all the bills or just take care of the majority of the bills? Like, what does that mean, being the head of the household in regards to financial support, um, spousal support, kid support? Just what does that really mean to you? To me, I don't know, because it's just like, for me, for the man to be head of the household, he just sets all the rules and how the house is going to be ran. I mean, of course, more of the financial responsibility is going to be placed on him, but I don't believe that it should be fully placed on a man. And I say that because it's instances in which the man could be doing everything right, taking care of the kids and the bills and X, Y, Z, and the wife is just out here you know, it's a chance that she's doing whatever she want to do and you right. never know until it's too late until you lost everything and she stacked her bread up from her job or whatever mm-hmm. and she bounced. And right. people say, oh, well, that's because, you know, you don't know who you... Who you marry. Who you marry, right? Right. And I say that people change over time. People can change. You just never and know. Like you never going to see that person. Know. Right. And no matter you, how long you date them. And you can never control anyone. No one, no anybody never can be fully controlled. Right. Yeah, in which I'm saying, like, you can't make people do what you want them to do 100% of the time. Exactly. So that's just my stance on it. So as far as, like, the bills and stuff like that, like, I might be paying more, but I'm not paying at all. It's just, and I feel that way, too. Like, if a woman is working... She should be contributing to the house. Right. So, um, and I mean, if y'all make an agreement that she's going to be a stay at home mom, 
or whatever. That's just a decision you have to make. But yeah, right. But me paying me paying all, everything and I'm broke and I'm just at home and you out and about with your own money and my money doing whatever right. you want to do. That just doesn't make sense to me. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking from some well, other mentality. Still... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. Uh, toxic masculinity is a thing now. Toxic masculinity. Toxic, like, toxic like masculinity. Like just, I guess I might not understand completely, but the way I look at it is, they're saying like a man's ways. I guess the things that are taught about being a man mm-hmm. is toxic, can be toxic at times. Yeah. Like the way, the way a man should act, the way a man should think, the way a man should be, like some of those traits can be toxic. And then you, I guess, I guess pushing, I guess you using, you being a man, using that to justify things. Justify things. Okay, I, I get that. Right. I understand that notion. But, and I don't know, it seems like it'd be a touchy subject because if you might, if you're a man and you might speak about a situation, they might look at you or you as a man thinking you're right because you're a man, I guess. Right. It's just, it's tricky. <laughs> it's, it's tricky. I need to look it up more. I might be explaining it wrong or whatever, but that's kind of how, I, I, what I got from it. Um, but overall, the question, you know, about is who's the head of the household? Like, what would happen if, if the, if your spouse makes more than you? So, like, does that mess up your psyche? As a man, would be like hell, effing all. Like I'd be proud that you know my spouse is uh, making more than me. I mean, it'll just push me to make the most. I, 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 you know, I may try to match her or try to make more to her, not out of like jealousy or envy or anything like that, but just just, just to push, just to push myself. And right. if I can't get there, then that's it. cool too. I'm not gonna right. be uh, upset about it or nothing like that. It's just it is what it is. Like she just makes more. She put more into her craft and which makes more like maybe i'm inspired to be like a painter or something like that (laughs) (laughs) like it just doesn't pay but that's my inspiration and if she's with me and she loves me for me then uh i believe that shouldn't be an issue but for some men like they hate the fact that their spouse makes more than them and that's stupid so that right there toxic masculinity that's toxic masculinity (laughs) right there that's toxic right there because you're the man, you feel like you should be making more than a woman because you're a man. Right. Is that that's toxic? That's toxic, right? Okay, there. I can agree with that. Yeah, sir, all day long. But uh, as far as all right, so that's cool. As long as you don't use that against someone, right? Because let's say you get in an argument, right, and then you like your opinion don't count. I pay all the mother freaking bills in the house, or you know how some people might say it, yeah, or right. have said that before. Yeah. It's just once you say that, that's just. Definitely would make you feel like shit if whoever is the one that's that's making the less money. That's true. Or whatever. No, that's true. But see, then that's just if I, she's paying all the bills and I'm not helping at all. Then you know she deserves to say that, even right. though it's not right. But if I'm helping out and I'm contributing my part, even though it's a smaller amount, and she still says that, then she just said it to be hurtful, and that's that's in a way within itself. Right. So. Yeah, man. Um. I guess, you know, a man should always be looked at as the one that's, that's going to be a protector in the leader of the household, you know. Um, but like I said, you do have, you know, um, you know, the gay, the gay people out there that's same-sex marriages. So it's like, I don't know. I guess you don't really 
think of that when you're, you know, female, female, man, or man, married. I don't know how that goes. I don't even know how it works. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know how it works. I, I mean, I respect it. I respect everybody's opinion of who they want to be and who they want to be. I guess, I guess that's the way to think about it. Like, like overall, yeah. no matter who you're married to, maybe, I mean, I guess as a man and a married to a woman, people, I mean, all the women I've been asking, they're saying the man. The man. You know right. what I'm saying? But I think overall, you shouldn't belittle the other person. Right. No matter how right. they contribute to the house. That's true. I think that's the point I'm just trying to get across. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you just respect each other and what y'all do, and as long as y'all, as long as both of y'all are contributing to the household and making each other better, that's what matters overall at the end. So facts. Um, but yeah, that was just a quick topic, man. I've been asking my followers, man. So appreciate everybody that's been um, that answered that question. I'm gonna try to do that more often. You know, any questions I might want to ask in the next episode, I might start posting that on my um, IG story. And if you don't follow me already, you can follow me at the Carmichael Show underscore on Instagram. Um, let's look out for questions, man. And I'll be looking for y'all to be engaged and answer certain questions like that. So, so yeah, man. Um, let's see, let's see. We got some for the Capture World brand. We got some um some events coming up so the next event is it's called the breathe easy fashion show rip the runway it's going to be november 2nd at the slover library um from six to nine i believe and the tickets are thirty dollars but within that thirty dollars is going to a good cause um the breathe easy fashion show um it was started by a woman named quarter brown fletcher um, her husband, I believe, was he needed some, I think, a lung transplant, something like that. And he, um, I can't remember like exactly why, how he got sick, but um, he needed a lung transplant. And obviously, if he didn't get the lung transplant, he probably wouldn't be here today. And um, she started this nonprofit in trying to spread the word on being an organ donor. Mm-hmm. Um, so this fashion show. She's just trying to create something to kind of spread the awareness of being an organ donor. Mm-hmm. And I'm involved in that show. I'm one of the designers on the show. So if y'all want to come out, you can get the tickets at, um, it's the Eventbrite link on her website. It's uh, Breathe Easy. You spell that B-R-E-A-T-H-E-E-Z dot live, L-I-V-E. So if you go on that website, you can um, hover over the flyer link. And it should, I think if you click on the flyer itself, it should take you to Eventbrite and you can purchase tickets up there. And like I said, it's on November the 2nd from six to nine at the Slova Library in Norfolk. That's a real nice facility. Um, I've been in a fashion show before there, just a overall nice venue. So just be on, on the lookout for that if you want to support. Like I said, it's all going to a good cause, going to a nonprofit, uh, help to spread the word about organ donor research and just, you know, you could you can save somebody's life, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's transplants. I have a I actually have an uncle that needed I'm not sure if he already got the transplant, but he needed a kidney. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been on dialysis for a while. So it's just, you know, you never know who you can be saving if you decide to do it. And if you and even if you don't, you're not a bad person anyway. It's just try to spare awareness and just try to get you to think differently, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Overall, that's the that's the show that we're gonna be part of. Um we have a 
a thing called the Mind Your Business pop up shop. Once again, you know about this school. Oh, where is Yeah, they're going to be in um, Norfolk November 3rd. I think that's right after your homecoming is over with. Liddy. So that's on a Sunday. It's going to be at the um, Norfolk State Innovation Center from November on November 3rd from 12 to 4 p.m. That's what's up. So you don't need a ticket for that. You can just pull up. Pop up. Pop up. It's a pop up shop, so just pop up. Just pop up. We're gonna pop up. Caps the work. We have some new stuff. You know, we got the hoodies, the um fall winter uh, apparel is out there. You know, it's getting colder outside, so we gonna look out look out for y'all on that. Um, and the last event for November so far is called the Stiletto Stump Fashion Show on November the sixteenth at the same facility, the Slova Library, and I believe that's I forgot what time that starts. And they don't have the link. I believe yet for tickets, but once I find out on the next episode of the podcast, I give y'all some more info on that. But it's another woman, and um, I believe she has a nonprofit too, and she is doing a show in support for her cause. So if you want to come out to that, come out to that, and um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that, man. And I think that's it, man. That's all I got right now. Hey, that's it for me. Hey, well, shout out to all our Spotify listeners. YouTube. I, yeah, YouTube, Apple Music listeners, oh, Apple Podcast listeners. Um, this is episode 11. You got plenty more to come. This is our first recorded episode. So you get used to seeing our faces. You know, so like I said, man, it's a wrap. This is Dave Carmichael with the Captain Marvel Podcast. We out. We out. Peace. Peace. Look what I got, 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 look what I got. Look at the time I spent on the Take on a step on scroll, swapping these holes. I think when I died with the pussy was born. Back to the slayer, we were hurting count. Too much money that I had to day. Keep it in the lab, stuff in the clay. Fuck the Uber app, I'm a cab. Yo, sway. All the winds I got, I throw them in bay. Dig a whole beard deep in the ground. Water it once in a while. Bunch it growing the cash. All you got is ales off in your stay. Picture perfect with it, right for the flag. To the money marathon, running high, hurt, jumping, hunting your days. Look at the time it took to get to the top. Look at the run I had just to get to the spot. Look at the form I had just to hit me a shot. Look at the grind I had just to get me a lot. Look what I got. 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 Look what I got.